Hi, you're welcome to our Godly Council. If today is your first time of joining us on Godly Council, we appreciate you for taking time to listen to us. And we want to tell you that whatever you're going to be hearing here is God's word that is going to help you to build a relationship with God, with Jesus and Holy Spirit. So you need to have faith in Jesus to be able to talk to you, talk about you to the Father and the Holy Spirit on earth, helping you to walk with Him every day of your life. So thank you for joining us. So we have been on a series of why worry. So before I go further, I would like us to say a simple prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We bless your holy name. That's as we're about to teach your word today. Lord, help us. Lord, we can't do it without you. Lord, we pray that the era is going to be hearing your word, not at the day Jadeomis word. And the era is going to be full of understanding to be receptive to your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you for actually um, taking time to listen to us. Today we're going to be talking about why worry, and this is the fourth part. And then I will all just to take the message um, from part one, go back to listen. You can check it on our Facebook page, Godly Council. You can check it on YouTube, Godly Council. So you can um, check it on this podcast also. So you go back to the part one and then you keep listening to our messages from part one even other messages so we dealt with why worry i gave the definition of worry what worry does to us and then it is sad that in our time right now we have a lot of people that spend their time to worry it is sad it is sad um, um i can't i can't i can't neglect that fact we have a lot of people worrying even right now um as i am talking right now so i just remember something that um, I, I meant to do that i've not done and there's going to be a little bit of worry that hey i didn't do it hey, I didn't. so that is how it is it is so spontaneous it takes over our mind or make our thoughts and begin to make us to drive towards the things we are not meant to drive so take, take get the foundation of why worry and then you'll begin to dive in to understand what god is saying so the scripture we're taking today is matthew 6 we're going to be reading 32 to 34 32 to 34 new living translation these things dominate the thoughts of unbeliever but your heavenly father already knows you all your needs seek the kingdom of god above all else and live righteously and it will give you everything you need so don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring its own worries today's troubles today's trouble is enough for today so i i feel like let me stay on the chapter 33 seek the kingdom and then we'll go to 34 seek the kingdom of god above all else and live righteousness the first thing is said we should seek the kingdom the second thing is we should live righteously and the last thing we're going to be getting is we're going to give us everything what we need now i'm going to tell you this these three things are just the basic things that we need to do every day and there's sometimes that in our life that we get to the third phase which is we start getting everything you need understand the word need that the word need is telling you that when you get what you need you are still going to need more in the last uh, part um, that i i i pre- i teached uh, sorry i taught in the last part that i taught I made mention that 
everything a man is asking God for is a continuous need. And I mentioned the major three things in the message so you can get it to understand so that I won't take time on that. Whatever it is that is our need today will still be a need tomorrow. Will still be a need after a, a, the day after tomorrow. Whatever it is a need today might not be a need tomorrow, will be a need. Because if you look at what 34 said, you know, the Bible, when you read it with the Holy Ghost, there is something that explodes your mind. It gives you a clear understanding. You just, just take that phrase or that uh, 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 verse and then you run with it. No, you take the verse, you digest it. The word of God is digestion, it's not run. Hey, God told me that this and it's not running. That God told But did you read what the 34 said? The 34 said, so do not worry about tomorrow. He didn't talk about today. He didn't talk about yesterday. He went ahead to say tomorrow because the needs that you are trying to meet today, God said, if you seek first the kingdom of God, every day you wake up, the first thing you want to do is to seek the kingdom. What of God wants me to do? And the first place you will know is prayer. You spend time in this prayer. The word of God is to help us to understand the methodology and the pattern of God. How God works, how he moves, the pattern it takes. The word of God does that. You begin to see through examples of scriptures, through the rules and revelation and the laws. And that's what is going to help you in the second part. The second part now said, live righteously. After you're seeking him above all else, you spend time to pray, you spend time to ask him, what does he want you to do today? What does he want you to achieve? Where is he leading you today? Spend time to read the word. The second part now says, live righteously. That means that as you're living, you're obeying God's word. That's the meaning of live righteously. Obeying God's word for your life. I'm not just saying specific words. There are words that guide us, that tell us that when you go ahead with this, you're going to fall. If you don't want to read the Ten Commandments because it's Old Testament, please and please and please and please, I beg you, read the word of Jesus from chapter 5 to chapter 6, from chapter 5 to chapter 7 in Matthew. Matthew chapter 5 to 7, read the word of Jesus Christ, what he said, the things that he told us that if we want to really work with him, if we want to really believe in him, if we truly have faith in him, if we truly want to serve God in truth and the spirit, if we want to live righteously, we need to go through that route. Just read that. It is not in the Old Testament. It is in the New Testament. It's called the Apostles, Apostle, uh, the book of uh, Matthew. 5 7 apostle matthew so you need to read it to help you to understand the live righteously part that you need to engage in every day of your life so you might be saying i did it i thought you said why worry yes the reason why a lot of people spend time to worry is because we don't follow this footage and I'm, and this is going to be concluding part of the why worry the reason why a lot of people spend their time to worry is because they are not following this pattern. You don't see God in the first thing you do every day. You don't see God. When you even sought God, you don't live righteously. If you finally live righteously and God is now giving you everything you need, then the next day you want to not seek God because you feel you have everything you need and when you now lack what you need, you will now come back to seeking God. 
and they expect God to stay there to wait for you that you come back and it's going to be a resource center. It's meant to be a communication, a love, a relationship. Your greatest love on earth should be God. Should be the God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's not a resource center where you just come to withdraw. Uh, 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 what, what can I have today? And you go. So the tomorrow is not just about one day, two days. It, sometimes the tomorrow can be a month after, can be two months after. It might have what you need for one month, but still be seeking him and be living righteously so that by the time you get into that quarter, into the next year, into two years after, three years after, you won't find yourself lacking what you need. Like I always do in my messages, I go back to listen to it because it's speaking to me also. So I'm not just speaking to you. I'm speaking to me also. So we make this mistake. That's why you see somebody enjoy God's favor for like three years or one year or one quarter or two quarters and they enjoy the favor and it just looks like as if it ceased. Then you have broken the pattern. You stop seeking God or you've stopped living righteously. And when you now have what you need, because what you need, you'll still need them. Can I tell you right now, if you have enough food to eat, you need health. Because when you have enough food to eat, you are going to eat some things that might not be good for the body, then you need God to be a healer, to help you, to nurture you in the nutrients. Somebody might be saying, maybe you are not eating right. Of course, there are a lot of people that are eating right and that find themselves in sickness that they didn't plan for. They are eating right. They are exercising right. They are doing all these things right. Because at the time that you need that strength, you need that health, then you're not, but it should, you're not start going back to God. No, 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 no. Don't break the pattern. Every day, every second, every month, every year, just make sure you're seeking God. That's why some people have put themselves in the place to planning that, okay, maybe so-so time in the year, I'm going to spend it with God. It might be in fasting and prayer. It might be in closed door that I'm going to be there for just three days, only me and God. It might be a retreat and all that. So the process must not be cut. It must be continuous process. And you are now leaving it out. Of course, you cannot live righteously until you seek God's kingdom. It says, seek first the kingdom of God above all else. You can't live righteously until you fulfill this. The reason why some people try to live righteously is not working because they have not sought God's kingdom. You need to seek the kingdom. You need to seek the kingdom no matter what. You need to seek the kingdom. It is in the seeking of the kingdom that you live righteously. And when you now meet your needs, then you now find yourself that you need to go back. So you have spent your time in worry because you are breaking the pattern. You are breaking the pattern. You are. Can I quickly just tell you three things about worry and when you break this pattern? It's worry of everyday life. It's worry of everyday life. In 25, the Matthew 6 that we read, in 25, it said, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes, to wear isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing why because somebody broke the pattern 
and now he's asking a question. He's telling not to worry because you spend your time worrying every day because you have broken a pattern. When you seek, stick to the pattern, the God that we serve, the God that I serve will not fail you. You spend the time to seek him every day. You spend the time to live this righteously. You live it out. You're merciful, you're kind, you're lovable, you're generous. You are exposing the fruit of the Spirit is dropping on you and is being given out to the people around you. Then you found yourself that you are living the God-ordained life. Hello, my brother, my sister. You are actually going not going to spend your day ever to worry. There's one of our friend um, that um, taught us a message one time about uh, boredom. And he told us that boredom is a spirit. And I'm like, oh, I'm hearing another thing. Boredom is a spirit. Don't bring that here. But when he broke down the message and he showed us in the scripture, I was like, wow. How is it a thing? in our generation that boredom is a thing in our generation and what happened in the ages that there was no gadgets there was no machines there was no tv there was no phones mobile smart or not smart there was nothing to keep them busy every day there was no social media there was nothing all they had was books newspaper and maybe a radio and how do they leave out boredom that time how do they spend their time? Right now, all these things we have should not create a boredom, but it has created boredom. What is boredom? Boredom is when you feel like you should engage your mind in doing something and you can't find just anything around you to engage with. That's boredom. Maybe you have a smartphone and then you check all the social media, you're tired and you feel like, what can I do? Okay, maybe you should go. That's why our parties are mixed with something that can take us into the highness. But those highness is not of God. So now, when you don't have what to do every day, or when you start feeling that you are boredom, it is a sign that you are not seeking the kingdom of God. Because when you seek God's kingdom, there is always something to be done. If it is prayer, there is a prayer to pray. 12 hours prayer is not enough to seek God's kingdom. 12 hours prayer is not enough. So when you said, oh, I'm bored, then it means that there's something. Okay, if you're bored, then stand up and start praying. If you're always speaking and talk, keep speaking and talk. There are Bible scriptures to read. If you read the Bible 1,000 times, there's still the scriptures is still going to be coming fresh and fresh to you. Then maybe you have the Bible, the book of Daniel to just study, even though it's the chapter 6, uh, chapter six, seven, and eight, where it was to, at nine, when it was talking about the revelation, just study it and begin to digest it. There is something to do when you seek God's kingdom. There are messages that you need to hear. No matter, you see, you, one message you can listen to it twenty times, and as you're listening to, it, you're now getting ah, oh, this this preacher preacher said something like this teacher said something. Oh, there are books that needed to be read for you to attain this kingdom because you need the knowledge knowledge is one of the things that tells the enemy that i am strong in this area don't cross my path and when you find yourself worrying every day then you're not seeking the kingdom because there are many things when i open my notes pad or i open my notes 
anytime I open, sometimes I don't want to open. I have lots of things that I found myself that I've not done. So at that time that I said I want to rest, that I'm bored, I want to find something to refresh myself. When I open it, there are lots and thousands of things that have to be done. Even when I, I will look at it, I will not try to meet up with or rush. I realize that one week has passed. I've not even done 10% of it. It's not because I am teaching the word God's word. No, 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 no. It's not that. It is just the personal edification. Of course, I am a... I am a vivid believer on personal edification, personal building, personal development before saying that I'm transporting it out to people. So if you hear something from me and you don't find it in me and you face me and tell me, oh, you said this, but this is not what you're doing. That is the greatest shame that I always feel about myself. So worrying about everyday life, then worrying for length of days, 27. Can all your worries add a single moment? When I say 27, I mean Matthew 6, chapter 27, New Living Translation. Can all your worry add a single moment to your life? Can all? Because the length of days we want to be a whole, we want to be younger. Where when we're young, we want to grow old. When we're grown, we want to be younger. We don't want to grow old. Because now we've attained a certain resources and the wealth around us. And we want to enjoy those benefits. We want to keep enjoying this benefit that it will not be taken away from us. We want to enjoy this benefit that we don't want to grow old. We want to keep it on earth. We have this luxury house that looks like heaven. And we want to just enjoy it. We don't want to go. And we'll keep worrying that, wow, length of the world's happening to me. And sometimes, some of us, the length of days is because we are very, very ill. We're sick. We're down with a trauma. We're down with a disease. We're down down with a, a diagnosis that we don't know how to explain and we begin to look at the length of days for healing i understand where you are i totally understand but let me tell you something even still in that position when you finally believed that god is the one that can heal you then you seek god every day you will still live righteously most time people that have been told that you're going to die so so they don't have the time to become wicked or evil like we time human beings because they have started changing into a new nature. They started seeing nothing more in life to run after or to look forward. They're now looking towards themselves. How am I holding up? What am I doing better? And you will start seeing that the reward will start coming, that what you need will be given unto you. So the third one is worry for fulfillment. A lot of us want to be fulfilled. I remember like a few years ago, there was an amount of money I was earning as an employee. And I look at that amount, it was big at that time. And when I started the job, six months after, I was asking myself, what am I earning? This is not much. If I can get this, I'll be fulfilled. I get to the position where I'm still not fulfilled. I'm still not fulfilled. Of course, I'm still an employer. I still work till now. So they have to take care of basic needs. I'm still not fulfilled. Why am I not fulfilled? Because no amount of those money or the, the level. Sometimes, uh, I, and of course, anytime I teach, I keep 
and letting people know that what you if you think the greatest need you have on earth is more money trust me you are making a big mistake of course we are coming with a message of the blessing you so you understand deeply what it is about money what is the blessing of god what is the favor so we'll be showing you that so i it's not at there's a level you get to you don't think about how much money am i earning as a salary no 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 what you're looking at is a start you look at the status quo the level i am the kind of benefit that is within me the kind of control i have within me the kind of people that i i can tell you sit down there you sit down there and they look up to me that oh bro, this guy is our boss you get to that so it's not just about the money some of people have that they don't have the bogus salary and they're okay with it so some have the bogus and some sometimes we want to have everything and we feel like when we have all the bogus and everything will be fulfilled i'm telling you today you will still not be fulfilled fulfillment is only found in god and i want to break one news to you it might look sad or stupid the purpose you are pursuing that by the time you achieve your purpose will be fulfilled i am betting you with every ounce of my body, you will still not be fulfilled. Because the purpose that the world ran after, and they are not fulfilled, and they want more, and you think that when you pursue the purpose, you will be fulfilled. Even those of us that pursue our purpose in God, God has called us to do this, we'll go after, God has told us to do and you and, and, and the statement that we'll find fulfillment in the purpose God has called us, yes, You'll be grateful. You'll be glad that you're able to do it. But it is not in that purpose. It is in God. It is in God. God is the fulfillment of every man and woman on earth. That's why some people have not achieved a lot. But when you see them every day, smiling consistently, you're asking, how do you do it? Are you not the one that I heard that you have so 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 bill or debt to pay and you are still happy? How do how do how why can, why will you be happy? And you're gonna look that yes, I can be happy. You know why? Because my fulfillment is in God. And worry keep pressing you that even the purpose you're running after, even the job, even the career, even the life you're running, even the marriage you're running after, it will give you fulfillment. And you worry and you get in there, you're still not fulfilled. Some of us even think that if our marriage is celebrated as one of the most expensive, there's going to be fulfillment. <laughs> no. Some of us even think that if it's not very expensive, if I marry the man or the woman of my dream, I'll be fulfilled. No. Even the man of your dream that you want to marry, you marry him today, has all the qualities you're looking for, the kind of things that you're looking for in a man, and he has it. You still not be fulfilled because he's a human being. She is a human being. You are human being also, that you're bound to change. You Sometimes we, this married thing, sometimes the way we request for the kind of man or woman to marry, sometimes is, is out of controlling power. We want to control everything around us, including our marriage, including the woman we want to marry, so that we can say that this is how we control, this is how it should be, this is how, no, 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 no. The life does not revolve around you. Jesus is the Lord and Savior. He has the authority and the power. Of course, the enemy is contesting it with him. But the truth is, you don't have the authority to control the earth. You only have the authority to... You only enjoy from the authority of the one that has the control. 
when you meet with him it gives you authority and then through that authority you can be able to do some things but yet the stewardship is still to him it's still to jesus christ that is the hierarchy even though the enemy is copying the same that is the hierarchy you will return the stewardship back to him and you begin to walk with the work he has called you and you cannot even do that if you don't even know that Jesus Christ is your Lord, is your Savior. And you're listening to me and you're asking the other day, you're doing me, how can I know this Jesus? It's simple. It's simple. The first thing is you need to believe in your heart that Jesus Christ can save you. And the second thing you need to pray, the simple prayer we're going to pray, salvation is made unto confession. You need to pray. Do I ready to pray? Will you say this after me? Jesus Christ, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that you are my Savior and King. Come into my life today. Be my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. If you pray that simple prayer with me, thank you for joining the family of Jesus Christ. And of course, where I ministry does not mean that we are the only one holding Jesus. Jesus is one body. Where a body of human being is head, eyes, nose, mouth, the tongue, the vein in your blood, the blood, the lungs, the, uh, the parts that we can't even see, the leg, the toe, the ankle, the shoulder, the parts that we can't see, but yet Jesus is not held into one ministry. I like saying this, class. before people start feeling that I joined Godly Council Ministry, then it means that I, they are the only ministry serving God. No, 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 no. Or the only ministry that is faithful to Jesus Christ. No, 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 no. Or no, I believe in Jesus Christ. No. We have so many ministries. And you need to pray if God has not aligned you to us. But if God aligned you to join us and you're giving your life to Christ, you can go to click on the link you're seeing on the podcast and you go and to it to take you to our Facebook page. You'll see our messages. You'll see our welcome note messages, devotionals that is going to help you to build your faith every day of your life so that you can know who God is, who Jesus is, who the Holy Spirit is and how to function in the new kingdom that you found yourself Thank you for doing that. We really appreciate you. And I want to say to somebody today to pray for you that you'll be asking God when, when, when. I have this worry issue. I have this worry problem. I don't know how to go about it. I want to pray with you now that Heavenly Father will help you with causes face to shine upon you. Every worry in your life is is cut off right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Every worry in your life is cut off right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And every agenda of hell shall not prevail in the mighty name of Jesus. And I say to you now, whatever is causing you to worry, God deal with it. God deal with it in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that your establishment is coming to pass. Your visions coming to pass. Your purpose coming to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you very much for actually taking your time to listen to us. So we'll come your way next time. Have a wonderful day.